Okay, educators, you know that we live in a whole different world today. Our kids don't just learn from teachers anymore. Every time they watch a video online or create their own video, they can be learning something amazing. On today's podcast, we're going to hear from one of the great young YouTubers who is helping to bring science to life, making nerdy something cool for our kids. Welcome to the STEM Everyday Podcast. Each episode features educators sharing their practical ideas to put more science, technology, engineering, and math into every classroom every day. For show notes and more information, visit dailystem.com. Here's your host, Chris Woods. Yeah, I think go for teachers it. are the most important and critical piece to a story, uh, and especially like science teachers. They have so much power that I feel like a lot of them don't even realize that they have to change a child's life. Yeah. I mean, you have the ability to open up doors that a child might not even know that they were interested in. Yeah. And to me, that is, that's the beautiful thing that I love about educators is, you know, they open the door and the horizons to new things for students all the time. That's awesome. You got, you got my skin tingling, Grace. That's awesome. <laughs> so educators, today we have a, a super special guest with us. It is Grace Dierig, and she is one of the newest hosts on The King of Random. And if you educators haven't heard of The King of Random, I guarantee your students have watched the videos on YouTube and 12 million plus subscribers, over a thousand videos, everything from making rockets out of matches and aluminum foil to giant catapults that, that Grace got launched in. And that's all the types of things that, that maybe we can't do in our classroom, but we can we can be inspiring our kids and, and maybe kind of figure out some ways to add some of this exciting stuff that, like you said, Grace, opens up possibilities for kids in our classrooms. So welcome to the show today, Grace. Thank you. I'm super stoked to be here. This is awesome. Yeah. And and Grace, you, you come from like a, a meteorology background. And um, just tell us a little bit about how you got involved with the King of Random. Yeah. So it's kind of funny. I actually received an invite to join the team through an Instagram DM, um, which is very 21st century, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> great, great note um, for all of you teachers to be thinking about. That's how your kids might get that interview of the future. Absolutely. You know, so yeah, received an Instagram DM, was still in school at the University of North Carolina um, and was studying meteorology. Ended up moving out to Utah, finishing my degree online uh, in the midst of the pandemic uh, while working a full time job with the King of Random. Uh, And it was just a truly beautiful and amazing experience that I was still in the classroom learning all these really unique processes of, you know, the atmosphere, physics, calculus. I mean, I was, my senior year was jam-packed with math (laughs) and science classes. (laughs) Um, I don't know how I survived and made it through, but we're here and we did. But yeah, so graduated from North Carolina State University, was doing the King of Random, and it was really cool going from the classroom to real life science and applying it. Uh, I really feel like I took textbooks and just brought the story of a textbook to life. That's awesome. And that's what educators are trying to do every day. They're looking for those, those real tangible examples of things that they can do with their kids that just go beyond. We've always done vinegar and baking soda, you know, how do you, how do you get it to go deeper and and higher and and more exciting, Uh, but not just for the sake of excitement, because there's a lot of science and math behind all these things you're doing. Yes. And, you know, there's a lot of trial and error along with that science or with the the super technical measurements. I know we're getting ready to release a video where we're playing with uh, Chemical X, 
which is a combination of different chemicals. And it basically lights on fire when it's wet, which doesn't make any sense that something that is a dust when it gets wet lights on fire. But, you know, learning that process and going through it and playing with those chemicals and knowing the safety behind it and knowing exactly how much of each element chemical has to go in there to make this beautiful reaction is really special. Uh, And, you know, that's really cool because, you know, I'd never heard of chemical X until I joined T-Core and was like working, but, you know, like every day is an adventure. And if you allow your students to explore and look around them and really try to make the world a magical but scientifically explainable world they're kind of continue to be in awe of everything around them that's awesome and then that's going to feed even more learning they're going to want to find out why does this work how does this work how could i could i discover chemical y after chemical you know x and exactly (laughs) and and you i mean part of your story that, that got you interested and excited in in science and stem and all these things to begin with grace is your dad bought you a microscope and you're on a robotics team right yeah. So my dad bought me a microscope for my 10th birthday. I've always been an outdoorsy gal exploring the world. My parents were very encouraging of looking up examples, finding information. And if they didn't know an answer, teaching me how to find the answer that I was looking for. Yeah. Not just uh, telling you the answer. That's so important. Yes. Yes. They did not ever tell me the answer. They would lead me to the correct conclusion, but they allowed me to draw that conclusion, which created independent learning, um, which is something that's very powerful and really strong because it made me a better problem solver to look at things and say, Mm -hmm. hmm, that doesn't really add up because of blah, blah, blah. So, you know, being able to make my own conclusions and draw my own information out of the world has really been a helpful thing. But yes, my dad got me a microscope for my 10th birthday. Sorry, back to the beginning of the story. No, that's good. Um, (laughs) But it really changed my perception of the world. Yeah. I'll never forget. The first thing he showed me was we went outside. He showed me how to put together a slide. Yeah. Um, and we were sitting by our pond because, you know, you have to correctly put together the slide to be able to see what you want to see. Right. Uh, and taught me how to change the lenses on the bottom. And I'll never forget the first time I looked through that little hole in the microscope and saw things darting across the screen yeah like i don't know if you have had the magic of teaching your students how to use a microscope but when they have that moment of awe of looking through a microscope for the first time at a leaf at pond water at a thin piece of wood at an onion at anything you are showing them the cells of life yeah. You are showing them the building blocks. Right. And to me, oh, it gives me chills. I get so jazzed <laughs> about this because, you know, that's what changes students' perception of the world. It's like, I look at the tree that's outside my car right now and I'm like, that plant over there is photosynthesizing. Right. And it's giving me oxygen. And there's so many millions of cells within that one leaf to make it do this one thing. Right. To provide life. And so to me, like when you take that concept and you teach your students that and it's like, think about how many leaves are on a tree. We actually have a video about photosynthesis and everything and how much, how many trees you would need to produce the oxygen for one person. Um, Yes. It's a very cool video. I'm going to plug it because it's very, very cool. (laughs) Um, It's called O2 depletion. So it's all about how much oxygen basically do you need to survive within like a box? Like it's kind of movie myth busting as well. But, you know, that kind of just really changes your perception of the world around you. Yeah. And we'll be sure to uh, link that in the show notes as well. Uh, One thing that you said there, Grace, just thinking about that independent learner 
And, and here mm-hmm. you are, you are part of making that independent learning happen because YouTube has become that place where people go to, to, to just look up. I mean, I fixed something on my car. I hop on YouTube to figure out how to do it. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm building a shed at home. I'm looking up. How do you build the overhangs? <laughs> how do you build this part and that part? There, there's so much out there. And for educators, if we're skipping out on that, if we're not, if we're not taking that as an opportunity you know, we're missing out. And there's so many ways that they could use, like you said, uh, maybe a, a king of random video or something else on there, right? Yeah. And, you know, I have so many other friends as well that are YouTubers. Tyler Bell is one of them. Lewis Wise. These are all really cool young YouTubers that your students can identify with. We're yeah. not we're not teachers. We are some random kids out here figuring out the world <laughs> and how science is intertwined with it because we're a bunch yeah. of really cool nerds. Like that's the thing yes. you have to realize at the end of the day is like being a nerd is really cool. It is. It's really fun. Like I didn't accept my nerdiness until I was say I was in high school, but once I accepted it, the world became a much cooler place. Yeah. So to the kids out there that might be listening to this or the educators out there that are hearing this, please encourage your students to be nerdy. Yes. Please encourage them to be just really awesome, smart, intelligent kids and build them up in that. Because I had some teachers that tore me down in my just independent learning. Don't do that. Be there for your students as a backbone, be there to encourage them. And, you know, if they draw the wrong conclusion, show them how to get there properly, but don't make them feel bad because science is trial and error. No one gets it right the first time. And if they did, it's because they stumbled upon the random answer. <laughs> yep. And if, if everybody watched how many times someone like you filmed something over and over again to get it to work, oh. I mean, they would be amazed. I know. I just finished a video. It's called My Dog and My Robot Can't Be Friends. It's something like that. That's going to yep. be the title. I programmed a robot to follow lines throughout our house. Yeah. The code itself that I wrote started and stopped the camera. I ran the code over 200 times for maybe an eight minute video. So, you know, there's so much trial and error and maybe like a hundred of those codes actually produce an actual real result. But, right. you know, I had to try and I had to fail and I couldn't give up. Yeah. And that's what it's all about for me. And for those kids in our classrooms, you know, hey, if you're listening, kids, she's making mistakes. She's trying to get things to work. You've got to do things over and over again and building that perseverance, that resilience, that I'm going to keep going, that hard work ethic. That is things that are going to take you to all different types of heights in the future, whether you're going to be a YouTuber like Grace, <laughs> or whether you're going to be you know, an engineer, you're going to be designing the next robotics that work in our world. It doesn't matter what yeah. you're doing, kids. Like you said, that coding that the kids are learning in school, that's going to open up other possibilities. Every little bit so that they many. learn. Yeah. Yes. So, so don't I'm, be afraid to fail. No. <laughs> Failure and, is great. And be a nerd. That's also so yes. important. I'm 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 all about all about being being nerdy. Um. Now, if you're an educator, uh, you're thinking, you know, how could I use something like the King of Random in class? You know, how could I use it to to fuel some some learning, spark some learning? Of course, some of the videos are are probably maybe a little more out there, more, you know, over the top, exciting, more like a, maybe like circus atmosphere, something you can't replicate with the kids, but, but there's a lot of them that you can use in a lot of different ways. Mm -hmm. Right. Absolutely. So that's the one thing I love about our videos is some of them. Yes. They're over the top, like building a human catapult. Never in my life did I think I would be building a human catapult. Now have I solved millions of physics problems that involve catapults for school. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. But taking a, a catapult and putting it into the real world, there's so many different variables. Yeah. And so, and so teaching your students that, you know, 
Like we are learning about X, Y, and Z right now, but let me show you how you can use this in the real world. Because when things became applicable for me, that's when I actually started to care and value what I was learning within the classroom. Once I was able to not learn it within a textbook and was able to apply it to my life, I was like, holy cow. Yeah. I care about this. Yeah. Like, this is awesome. This is legit because you know, I'm, I'm using this every day. Like when you look at a stoplight, that stoplight doesn't just turn red, yellow, and green for fun. No, someone coded it. Someone made it. Someone saw a problem in the world and came up with a solution yeah. and like as easy as it is. And the things that we pass by every single day, like there's science in it. And all it takes is an educator doing one Google that's it. At the beginning of class, you can Google, how will this apply? Yeah. What can I use this for? And instantly your children might be interested. Yep. Yeah. And, and just thinking about all those things that we see every day, teachers take a picture of that stoplight, take a short yeah. video of that thing and just bring it into the classroom or, you know, grab one of those to King of random videos or ask your students, Hey, you know, watch some King of random videos, find one that you think is going to, you know, excite our class about something, find one that you're excited about. I mean, yes. You know, get, I mean, seriously, if you told your kids to watch YouTube videos as an assignment, I mean, that's that's probably Maybe better so. than they're probably going to be way more excited. And like you said, that passion, that yes. it's going to value their education more. Absolutely. You know, and, and I think that if a teacher would have looked at me and been like, hey, I need you to watch three YouTube videos and tell me what science information you learn from them. Mm -hmm. I would have been stoked. And now guess what? Your children are stuck in a rabbit hole on YouTube, learning cool things about the world around yeah, them. Yeah. And they're sucked into just learning. Life exists outside of a textbook. And I think it's important that we mm -hmm. encourage children to look outside of a textbook. Life exists outside the textbook. That's 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 deep, Grace. So again, we're chatting with Grace Deering from the King of Random and an educators. If you haven't subscribed to King of Random on YouTube, just search King of Random. You'll find it. It's easy. Mm -hmm. um, and just start watching a few. You know, even click on what are most popular or which ones are most recent, and and just just check out some of those. I mean, I my kids, my family, my classroom. I've showed lots of the videos before in the past just to inspire kids. We've made the match stick rockets with aluminum foil. Uh, at home, we've, we've, we've poured the water bottle straight from the freezer while it's still water and it turns into this ice pile. There's beautiful, there's simple, simple <laughs> things like that. Simple experiments all the way up to, to more complex as well. Now you've been doing this for a little while now, Grace, right? So yes. what, what's, what's been your favorite part of, of doing this so far? Oh, my favorite part of the King of Random. I'm learning something new every single day. I've always said I never want to stop learning and I never want to be the smartest person in the room because the second you're the smartest person in the room, like your life is boring. Like wow. you don't want to know everything. And so I want to be on a team where I'm constantly learning every single day. Yeah. And here at the King of Random, I am. Whether it's a, a simple principle in science that I'm like, yeah, I got that. Till you are able to break it down so that a first grader, a second grader, a third grader can understand it and be stoked about it, yeah. then you really don't know it. And so it's it's learning how to communicate science in a digestible way that makes me stoked about my job. Yeah. Because the more digestible it is, the more excited people are. Yeah. And that doesn't mean it's just got to be including food and fun things that we can taste too, but there's a lot of great science that's digestible as well. So exactly. <laughs> 
I know there's been a lot of videos on that. King of Random about all the, the Skittles and candies and oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, lots of those. <laughs> um, your kids will love those as well, teachers. What do you think about, uh, about the future? I mean, you just uh, started a brand new podcast as part of King of Random called Random Theory. Tell us about it. Mm-hmm. And then what other kind of things do you hope that you uh, see King of Random becoming in the next few years? Yeah, so we have a podcast called The Random Theory. Should be dropping in November or December, which I am so jazzed about. This has been my brain baby. I cannot wait for it to just roll out and for the world to see it. Mm -hmm. We make science fun. We create a digestible conversation like I was talking about before. Our first episode, I'll give you guys a teaser. We talk about um, being stung by a jellyfish and if you should pee on it or if you shouldn't pee on it. And, you know, there's actually a lot of science behind that because, which I'm not going to spoil it. So you guys all go listen to it. But all basically right. the science behind that involves the cells swelling and shrinking. So hypertonic and uh, what is the other one? Hypotonic. I'm blanking right now. Thank you. Hyper yeah. and hypo. So it basically talks about that in the cells. And so basically we're taking just random things in the world that people yeah. think about and applying science to it. Another is uh, about how much caffeine does it take to basically kill you? Uh, oh, wow. And if, well, yeah, what your body will like do if you have too much caffeine, right? And how the body reacts, and how our bodies are just very well oiled machines to take care of us, even oh, if we definitely. don't take care of it. Yeah. And you know, we just are exploring the world around us in a really fun, creative way that opens people's eyes to things that they might not think are scientific, but really are. Sounds like a great podcast for parents to listen <laughs> to with kids or kids to yes, listen to yes. and stuff like that. And and it sounds like also something that might interest some teachers in saying, hey, kids, do you want to create your own podcasts about some Absolutely. cool questions? So become podcasters yes. just like Grace. So I love it. Or, you know, like send it to your children that you are in class with and be like, hey, listen to this podcast. Give me five quick facts that you learned, and that's your assignment for the day. Yeah. Guess what? Your kids are easily going to sit down and crank that out and have learned something really cool that they're probably going to take away with them. Yeah, way better than um, playing video games or watching a movie while you're riding around in the car, just to have have a podcast going and stuff like that. So uh, question I love to ask everybody, Grace, I'm going to ask you if you could have anyone past or present from STEM be that ultimate guest on the King of Random. (laughs) Any any idea who that ultimate scientist, uh, explorer, inventor, who would that be? Oh my goodness. We're going to go. I'm going to age myself a little bit here. Uh, I have to say my man, Bill Nye. I grew up with him in the classroom. Um, He was, he was the guy that like, when we were coming in to take notes for class, our teacher would put Bill Nye on and he might explain the beginning of like our first lesson we were learning. So I remember the water cycle specifically when we were learning about that, we watched the Bill Nye video, we took the notes and then we really dove into it. So we had an overhead view of what we were going to be learning. And then our teacher really honed in on every single piece of the water cycle. And like that has just always stuck with me that our teacher did that. So we had this overarching picture of what we were learning. And then like, she really broke it down for us. Um, Bill Nye, I mean, you can't go wrong with him. He was like the OG, um, basically YouTuber, if you will, I know. like science video guy. That's, that's, uh, I, I was I was thinking 10 years from now, I'm going to be interviewing somebody and they're going to say, I, w- I would love Grace Deering to be, you know, uh, <laughs> they'd be like, my, my teacher was playing King of Random videos and and this is what it was. And, and it was so exciting for me. That's, 
It's, that's what it's uh, going to be. If that ever happens, please let me know because that is, that's really the dream here. <laughs> that's good. So any, any other last thoughts, Grace? I mean, it's been such a, such a privilege, such a uh, honor to, to talk to you. And, and, and I just know all the great things that, that all of you are doing there at the King of Random to, again, really make that science, that, that technology, engineering, math, all of STEM really accessible to kids and inspiring to kids. But any other parting last thoughts for, for the educators, teachers, uh, and the kids that are out there listening? Yeah. Oh, this one cuts like really deep for me. Don't ever stop learning. Don't ever quit. Don't ever give up. Don't stop. Whether you have the one kid in class that he or she just does not feel interested in what you're teaching. Mm -hmm. Don't give up on them because that might be a defensive wall for them feeling like they aren't good enough to be in your classroom or they're not good enough to understand the information. Just don't give up on your students. And if you are a student listening to this, please don't give up on yourself. Mm -hmm. Your teachers are there to support you. They're there to help you. And we want to see you succeed. I want to see you succeed. I want to see you be an amazing human and just really use all the power that you have within you to be a super just strong educator and strong human being that there is. If you're a student, if you're a teacher, just don't be afraid to ask for help in any facet of life. So that is my parting words. And just don't stop learning. Be curious about the world around you. That's awesome. (laughs) And just just keep being being inquisitive. Keep finding those things that unlock that passion for learning that, that we really all have inside of us. So Really appreciate it today, Grace. Uh, you're such a such a phenomenal educator. Even though you're a YouTuber, you're an educator, <laughs> and uh, and we need to remember that as Thank educators ourselves and look for those opportunities. That, and again, whether it's bringing a king of random video into our classroom or some other great YouTuber out there, there is so many resources yeah. available for teachers that are just be a little bit and ask your kids what are they interested in, and they're yeah. gonna, they're going to tell you those things as well. So don't be afraid of media. Media can be good sometimes. Yes, it can be. So. <laughs> Really appreciate it. Thanks a lot. And again, thanks to everybody for listening to this episode of STEM Everyday Podcast. Remember to subscribe on your podcast app and leave a review. And don't forget to subscribe to the King of Random if you're not already. Leave a review, all those great things that you can do for them. And again, just use whatever you can, educators, to help make STEM education for every kid in every classroom every day. 